so there's this restaurant right <clears throat> in Columbus Ohio called Satan's Realm now of course they try to you know give it that vegan spin because of the word Seton, which I think is some vegan ingredient not entirely 100% sure but it's like a play on words though right because first and foremost this restaurant is is bubbling like it has a lot of business right but like all the employees are wearing black they got the LGBT flag up um, and I, I've se I'm seeing this theme a lot you know what I mean like you'll be surprised how many people are really for Satan I mean there's a lot of people that are for Satan the type of customers that I've seen in this restaurant just now right I just I, I just came from over there they're they're like your nor like a normal suburban family you know what I mean? Like even upper middle class type of family was I just I seen in there. And then of course you got your whole goth and emo crowd that's in there. It's not like a big place. You know what I mean? You can look it up. It's not like a big place, right? But it was almost like a line out the door, you know? And you know, they got like these horror posters and things hanging up. They had a uh, a picture of Jesus with Bill Murray's face on it right so you know I think th they downplay all this stuff so much like you just think it's comical like you don't think it's a big deal if somebody said something like I'm like oh that's blasphemous or something like that I would be the one that's overreacting you know what I'm saying Hold up real quick. So you guys know that uh, I do the Uber Eats and the Grubhub or whatever. And uh, <clears throat> so, you know, just out delivering food. And uh, the customer even came to the door in all black. You know, yeah, I know it's Halloween, but you got to understand. That's like, um, I remember uh, when I first discovered Mikey's Late Night Slice. And I just felt something super sinister and evil about that place. And um, I seen that they had like, you know, in their first location, which was on 4th and 5th Ave, they had baby stuff. And I'm like, why does, why would a pizza place that has a demonic logo, Mikey's Late Night Slice, an evil demonic piece of pizza with a knife in its hand looks super demonic and they're promoting the whole goth emo transgender LGBT agenda what what would their affiliation with babies be and then they got they have like little ads and videos where this demonic pizza is chasing little kids and these kids are running around screaming and the first thing that just went to my mind was Pizzagate Adrenochrome. 
So a lot of people still don't believe this. And that Sound of Freedom movie, they it, it woke a lot of people up to like the evils of this world, but it's happening right here in front of you. Um, there was another one I think called Mellow Mushroom or something like that. And, you know, pizza is like a code word that pedos use according to like the CIA, right? <clears throat> so, I don't know, man, but I just like the vibe in this place. I don't want to say it felt evil because I didn't feel that, but what I could tell you that it felt, it felt empty. It felt emotionless. It felt devoid of, of, of life. And it was bubbling. There was people in there and everything, you know what I mean? But I did, it's, you know, I could walk into a church and feel the Holy Spirit. I could be around another believer and feel the Holy Spirit. I didn't feel the Holy Spirit in that place at all you know I feel the Holy Spirit around me sometimes you know <clears throat> not all the time but there's times where I could just feel like that oscillating energy that vibration you know and um, you know obviously when you know you're singing praise and worship music you'll probably feel it more or whatever I feel like the Holy Spirit is always around regardless you know whether we are aware of it or can pick up on it or not but I don't know. I was just thinking that, you know, I say something about it, you know, say some prayers for those people that go there, you know, because they just don't, they don't know what they're playing with. You know, like it, it may seem harmless. It may not seem like a big deal. Like, oh, we're just going to this little, this vegan restaurant, you know, Seton. But the the girl, when I seen her outside, she was a young, young Caucasian girl. And she was like, Mom, let me take a picture. She's taking a picture. I'll use it for the thumbnail so you can see what I'm talking about. The logo looks demonic. You know what I mean? Now, when I walked in and I walked up to the counter... The girl behind the cash register, she was really nice. She waved to me. She didn't have like any type of negative energy or anything, you know, which I can't say that for other places. You could go to a Burger King or Taco Bell or a Wendy's and and people got funky attitudes. You know what I'm saying? But um, I didn't notice that here. You know, it was just like. I don't know. It was just a, just a nonchalant vibe. You know what I mean? Like nothing, nothing. Um, I didn't. I could. It's not like I picked up on anything demonic. I didn't. You know, I'm being honest. But I definitely didn't pick up on anything holy. You know, it just felt devoid of life. Even though it was bubbling, like every every table had customers. And that's the thing that you got to understand, too, about, like, the demonic realm. People that make make deals with the devil or they are tares. They are, you know, of a demonic bloodline. You know what I mean? Um, Esau's bloodline or, you know, Cain's bloodline. Like, 
or the fallen angel bloodline. You know, I don't know, you know, but I know that there's tears here. You know what I mean? Like, I know that there are demonic people. You know what I mean? Like, they're not going to heaven. Their DNA, whatever, right? So, <clears throat> who knows if that, it, it ain't one of those people that's running it. I remember, I don't know where, if I read this or if I researched it by watching a, a video or whatever but I think it was in this book that I'm reading right now it's a book about hybrid humans and basically like the guy that's doing the research that he's interviewing these abductees he's he's making it very aware that most of the people that have interviewed the abductees are choosing to exclude very important information about how if any of the abductees you know try to rebuke these these aliens abducting them in the name of Jesus how the abduction stopped completely or even if they was on the on the ship and they began to even think about Jesus that you know they, the the abduction stopped because they don't want to have nothing to do with Jesus you know like they're petrified of Jesus so they're 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 specifically trying to target and abduct people that are not religious that people are that don't have a relationship with jesus you know what i'm saying and they're very careful about that but th th these whole hybrid hybridization programs that's exactly what they're doing like they need humans to create these demonic humans these demonic creatures you know the, you got to think these disembodied spirits, these unclean spirits, they're always looking for a body. They're always looking for a vessel. You know what I'm saying? And that's why they possess people. And that's why they're in non-believers and lukewarm. Uh, well, I don't I don't want to go as far as saying lukewarm Christians, but because I, I think if you're a Christian, you can't be possessed. You could just be oppressed from what I've heard, even though right after I got baptized, I was definitely possessed. I was definitely possessed. 100% without a doubt, um, I was. And um, and that what happened was I even, I, I smoked, um, I thought I was smoking a blunt and this guy actually dipped it in formaldehyde. And whatever, whatever that chemical did when I hit it, it caused my soul to leave the body and some, something else took over. And whoever was in my body, controlling my body, I didn't know nothing about it. Only towards the end when one of my friends was calling my name, I was in a whole different location. So when I hit the blunt, I was in this guy's uh, hotel room and he was waiting on some girls to come over. He's like, I got two girls coming over. He's like, you drink some beer with me, I'll smoke this blunt with you. So I'm like, cool. So I was drinking beer with him. He passed me the blunt. I blacked out. When I came to, I was jumping on a bed in my friend's hotel room because we got this hotel room in North Carolina when he was waiting for the plumbing to get hooked up and electricity to get hooked up in this uh, mobile home that he purchased, a brand new mobile home he purchased out there. I went out there with a dope, dope boy, you know what I'm saying? And I was on the run from the police at that time. You know, I had warrants and stuff, so that's why I took off and I was in North Carolina or whatever. But, um... So all that happened. So even though I got baptized as a Christian, and I didn't, I wasn't getting mentored. I wasn't getting counseled, and I backslid immediately because I didn't have anybody to really 
talk to me. Like I remember who who baptized me. I knew it was Pastor Till or Pastor Tiller or something like that. And it was at the first apostolic church in Reynoldsburg, Ohio. I think he's I think that pastor's in Kentucky now, from what I heard. But um long story short, um I didn't have the mentorship. I didn't have nobody there that 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 looked after me, that put their, you know, took me under their wing and, and really tried to coach me and teach me or anything like that. And as a kid, you know, 18, 19 years old, it's not like uh, at that time, I don't think I had transportation, so I couldn't get to and from the church. Nobody at the church reached out. Nobody followed up. Nobody cared. And uh, and so, yeah, man, I backslid heavy and um. I didn't even know I was backsliding. I didn't even know, you know what the term backslide meant. You know, I just went on a run, you know. And my dad, he actually kind of set me up with that, you know, because he let the detectives in. And it's a whole long story, you know. <coughs> I don't want to get into it, but they say you cannot be possessed as a Christian. That's a lie. I got possessed. I was after I, I believed in Jesus. I accepted the whole the, the 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 Holy Ghost in my body. I felt it. I knew I was saved. I, I knew I, there was a change. I was trying to share the gospel with my dad and his girlfriend and my half brothers and everything. Nobody was having it, hearing it, and um, yeah. And then when he turned me in to the police, pretty much with the detectives, I took off and was on the run. And that's when I went to North Carolina and all that stuff happened. You know what I mean? And um, I came to when I was jumping on the bed. My friend was yelling my name, yelling my name. And it somehow snapped me into my body to where I felt like I was in the back of my body. And I could see, you know, out of my eyes. But it was like I was like a little, little person. And I was looking through these two windows in the dark room or something, you know. And then when he called my name, it was like, bam, I was back in my body. And then I'm like, what's going on? And I don't, I'm like, why am I jumping on the bed? Like, I didn't, I had no, re I didn't understand how something could be controlling my body that wasn't me. That has to be possession. You know what I'm saying? So I know Alexander Pagani Ministries. There's a lot of people that preach that that cannot happen. I don't know where they got that from. I don't know why they're they're so gun ho about it. Maybe they would say that I really didn't get saved, but I know I got saved. I know I got saved. I, you know, after that baptism. I felt like a new new creation in Christ, for sure. 1000%. I took pictures and everything. Like I was I was on a spiritual high after that, you know what I mean? I definitely had a joy of the Lord upon me and everything, you know? So <clears throat> anyways, long story short, you know, I just want to lift up a prayer for everybody in Saints Delhi. I felt really bad for them. They just they looked just like lost spiritually lost you know and there were some people in the kitchen that kind of had a a vibe to them that was stronger you know usually the people in the kitchen are the owners you know what i mean usually they're in the back making sure like all the food's getting done right or they're making the ones making the food so who knows i know i know i hit that place up with stickers when they first opened up when i first found out about that i was mad i'm like man i don't want satan here you know what i'm saying but yeah, yeah, I'm out. Just give y'all update. Peace.